This is a HeadGum Podcast. And welcome back to the Scroll Down. It's Marcella Arguello and Nicole Thurman here, ready to go down the rabbit hole for the fucking week on social media. But first, Nicole, how the fuck are you? Hey, um, yeah, girl, I'm good. I just started a new writing job today. Ooh, uh, I'm going to be writing congrats. on Phoebe Robinson's new show on Freeform. Oh, so. cute. Exciting. It was a fun day. Everybody in the room is super cool and like good stand ups. Like Ray Sani is mm-hmm. uh, one of the people in the group. And just everybody Ray's was really nice. And comedy. so it was like a fun day of just like talking shit. And I mean, I feel a little bit sick, but that's just real life. But like in yeah. work life, it was great. That's cool. <laughs> and then weekend was good. I've just been chilling. How about you? How are you? Oh, good. Yeah, I'm great. I went to see Bill Burr this weekend with the girls. And um, mm-hmm. it was a blast. His new hour is incredible and absolutely worth seeing. And. Yeah, I had a fucking fun weekend. Oh my god, the fucking we went out dancing afterwards like we always do. Mm-hmm. And there was these like older vatos that were like they were like they made our, their way over to us and they were I mean just like literally 50-year-old you could tell they used to have a life and now yeah. they're just like l- happy to be alive, you know? Uh-huh. Really funny dudes and then like they were kind of dancing around us and just being fucking hilarious and cool. And at one point, Michael Jackson came on, and I, you know, I used to impersonate Michael Jackson. So I just like did the kick and I did a move right in front of him. And he was like, She's been practicing. She's been practicing. <laughs> and we were fucking dying. These dudes were hilarious. Anyways, they made my night that night. Uh-huh. And it was fun. a blast. Yeah. We had a great time. I don't ever go dancing. I feel like you always have fun stories from going dancing. I'm like, Shit, should I start going dancing? I've just, just always loved dancing and I've been going dancing. Like when I was yeah. in my 20s, I went at least once a week, at uh-huh. least. Like it was some Sometimes multiple times a week but then i went when i was younger like younger younger but then i just feel like i got over it and now i just am I like don't. i get tired I, I don't get tired like i can keep up with a dance party but like i don't always want to because then right. i'll just be like let's just go sit at the bar like i was more of a dive bar girl right than a right club right girl, you know yeah yeah no i was always a club girl which is why i was always hanging out with the gay boys because they fucking we just go off mm-hmm, that sounds fun yeah so we were i mean i yeah but when i got a little older i was like okay, i can't go every week especially uh-huh. as like a comic because like the nights start to matter yeah 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 and so then i just kind of implemented a rule of like making sure it was once a month i was like it has to be once a month at least yeah. and then now with COVID, it's like it was that was like the longest time I've gone without dancing. And it was really no wonder I, I like finally started gaining weight because I was like, oh, like I'm not doing the exercise that I like love to do. Yeah. It's like a Zumba but class. It's so <laughs> fun, dancing. though. I love yeah. going because I'm like a goof and I like to put on a show. And um, yeah, dancing is like my favorite way to kind of release whatever the fuck is going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Well, so what are the clubs like now? Are they all, uh, just, are people wearing masks just that work there? But then not everybody else really. I mean, yes, that work there, obviously. They're, and even then, not really. It's really shocking. Like, we literally went from the Me Too movement to COVID and the world shutting down. And, like, uh-huh. men do not know how to act. Like, they no. literally went from, like, we can't rape them to, like, we can't buy them drinks. It's like, uh-huh. where's the in-between, fellas? There, there's <laughs> there's got to be an in-between. Some, you guys missed a step there. Like, yes. it's so weird that they just made this huge leap. And, like, dudes are just like, can I talk to you? No, bye. And then it's like, what? I don't. Yeah. It's just, I, I don't know. like, try to imagine, like, what if I was dating a guy and then I all of a sudden realized he was one of those guys that was like, what? I can't even say hi to a girl <laughs> at work anymore. Like, I feel like I'd have to dump him. Like, even if he was great to me, I feel like I would be like, listen, you got to go, bitch, because this is so weird. <laughs> Did you see that tweet that was going viral this week where it was like, some girl was like, 
he treats everyone around me like shit, but he treats me like a princess. And then people are quoting it like, red flag, bitch. Right. Red flag. flag. He will eventually shit on you. It's so weird the way people think like that. There was, there's, I feel like I keep seeing random tweets of just people saying the dumbest, weirdest shit that's very red flag or they are the red flag and saying right. someone else is a red flag. And I'm like, do you right. not see this? Like, did you see that tweet going around that was like, he bought, or I think it was either a picture or a tweet that was like, he bought me flowers, but he didn't buy a vase. So fuck him pretty much. Oh, so weird. I was like, so girl, weird. he bought you flowers. That's very nice. He doesn't need to buy you the container that they go into. How much do you need yeah. at this point? I'll, yeah, I, I actually hate when flowers come with a vase because I'm like, I have now have a fucking ugly ass vase that I didn't ask for. Like the flowers, I actually love to get flowers. Yeah, I hate too. to get the fucking you. You're telling me how to put this. You don't know what's in my house. You don't know what matches. You right. don't know what the vibe is in here. <laughs> You know? that's, such a specific, that's a very specific way to not want to get a vase either but that's hilarious but um right. yeah i uh, i don't get it i don't understand people and i get i don't understand how you could think if everybody treats everyone around you like shit yeah. why that makes them a good person that's usually the first sign that they're a bad person and you know the other you know the thing that i really don't like about women comedians right now let me get into it <laughs> they are like shitting on men they're like he doesn't know where the clit is he doesn't know how to make me orgasm and i'm just like it's communication, bitch. <gasps> Girl, I literally I'm about to fall out of my chair because do you understand? This is a huge thing that has, it's already been a thing, right? It's been right. a thing forever. Women forever have been like, sex is so horrible because I don't get to come and he always comes. It's like, I'm sorry. Do you understand that you can come if you yeah. speak to him about how to do that, yep. how to help you through it? Yeah. Also, you have a toy, you have a tool, you have your words, you have your, you know how your body works. Right. Like, where why are we blaming completely an, a, another yeah. person on that I, I don't even understand where that comes from i've never i feel like we've talked about this before too Maybe. Of like, I, don't, I don't think we've talked about it like this i don't know if we've talked about it on the pod or, or just like this but it's like it is a, that makes me crazy i see that happen so much on all these like little stupid dating mm-hmm. uh you know instagrams and things and it's like that's not a funny bit all that's telling no. me is that you don't speak in bed and you're boring Ex- honestly oh exactly i mean that's and, what it is it's a lack of communication and i also mm-hmm. it's always funny when women are like men never know how to find the clit and it's like first of all they know the general area they all know the general area okay they do they need you to go yes no maybe so they need something and it's like if you're not doing that and also like if you don't want to do that that's fine but like don't get mad at him because you're not communicating what you dude i was doing a show where you know a woman comic was fucking doing that fucking bit and then uh afterwards i was talking with like the male comics i was like man what a terrible bit like i said the same thing because it just was like and they all looked at me like oh my god a woman who knows how to think and it was also that thing where it was like i don't want to feel like i'm betraying the bitches but i also was like this is just not it's tired it's a tired concept it's 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 the equivalent of how like back in the day the male comedians always be like my fucking wife is the worst it's like get a divorce get Get a a divorce divorce. shut up don't come on stage and talk about how horrible your wife is and how horrible marriage is you don't have to be in a horrible marriage you can leave the marriage so now we're fast forward to the future which is now and we have women doing that and it's to me the exact same thing it's like no bitch you are actually the evil person in this scenario you are the bad guy i absolutely can't stand it and that's the thing too is it's just like when they're like, when he's rubbing the right side of your inner thigh, it's like, you're going to let some man just sit there. And, and I mean, I know they're exaggerating, but are you really going to let right. some man sit there and rub the inside of your right thigh and it's... then not say anything? Not to mention whole other, like on that same level, if women are faking orgasms with these oh, men, say, what the yeah. fuck do you expect? Yeah. 
Yeah. If you're like saying like, yes, that's the way to do it, but it's completely not the way to do it. What do you expect? You expect him to know how to do it? You just told him the you wrong way li- was the way. You lied to him. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's funny too, because I've, I've, I've had one night stands where the guy was like, did you come? And I'm just like, no, but I don't care because that's not what I actually wanted from you. I really didn't. Like, that's mm-hmm. not what I even wanted this for. I also don't want to communicate with you. This is a one night stand. I didn't really, this was supposed to be quick and one and done and I'm out. I've also been in situations where guys just like kind of panic, like, oh, God, oh, God, you're going to write a joke. And I'm like, no, I'm not, because I that's that's on me. I did that. That's I not. did that to myself. And I'm fine with it because you yeah. were one and done and I didn't want to get into it like that, especially when you're like drunk. And it's oh, just, yeah, you know, when you're doing one I stand, it's like, girl, go with the flow. Do what makes you well, comfortable. Yeah. Do what makes you comfortable. Obviously, of course, as women, I think that there, it, it, sex is interesting because it's like a man coming is like the end of sex technically or whatever. That's like the end of the day, the end of the time. Um, and then also them asking like, did you come is a lot. I feel like in my mind, it feels like it's more for their ego than it is for like actually caring that you felt good or else right, if right, you right. said no, they would fucking make you come after that. Um, and they don't always do it. They're just like, oh, sorry. <laughs> right. Let me rewind. I also find it funny when because you know women are like oh he didn't make me come and then it's like you didn't tell him and then they get mad that he was like he's like holding your head down there or doing stuff with your hair or whatever and you're like i hate when he does and it's like but he's navigating what he wants you to do you know that that's what they do like they if they if they're not also communicating with you then it's it, you know that's an issue as well it's just so it's so fucking annoying it happens in every kind of human interaction, I think, where it's like that thing of something happens and then you leave and you're like, I can't believe this motherfucker. Da, 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 da. And you're like, well, then why don't you just say that to them in the moment? Right. Like, it's like in the moment you have to say something or else you can't just sit there and be like, men don't know where the clit is or men always want to do this or men always want to do that or, or you know, um, every girl I've ever been with has come. Whatever it is, it's like you, if you're not communicating, you can't mm-hmm. expect to get like positive results, especially with sex, which listen... We've learned about how to have sex, but we haven't learned how to communicate during sex. Mm -hmm. Like when you grow up, you don't learn that and you don't learn a lot about women's pleasure. But it's like once you learn, once you know your own body, once you get a little, you know, a little exploration going, if you're not going to speak up for yourself, then what do you expect? Like it's not going to be good. And women don't always have to have. Yeah, we don't always expect to have an orgasm. Sometimes sex is just fun. It feels good even if you don't. Yeah. But like if you want to and you're going to go and make a TikTok or a fucking tweet about it. Oh, I had I watched a girl write a song about it on stage and it was like <sighs> I was like this Cringe. is embarrassing for you because you don't realize that you are the poor communicator in this. Not and then to even to then do that on stage is so it's so disrespectful to him. It's so dis- sorry. I, again, we hate to take the man's side. We never want to be on here we supporting really or defending to. men, but you got to let them know what you want, ladies. This is really yeah. pro you when you think about it. We're being pro you, ladies. Anyway, shall we scroll it down? Let's scroll it down, Nicole. <laughs> On the main character. Who's main character. You're trending. Main character. All right, so we have our main character of the week, and... It has been a fucking bonkers ass week on social media. So we're going to try to get in as much as we can because we want to talk about everything. So Chris Pratt posted a picture with his wife and he had this caption that was, um, I mean, I don't even know how to explain or describe what this caption is, but the internet was very upset about it. 
Nicole, do you want to explain what this caption is? So Chris Pratt wrote this caption. I'm not even sure why he wrote this, but it's like a picture of Catherine Schwarzenegger looking at boring Chris Pratt. <laughs> and his caption says, guys, for real, look how she's looking at me. I mean, find you somebody that looks at you like that, you know? And he's like, we met at church. She's, we, she's giving me an amazing life, a healthy daughter. But then he says stuff like she chews so loudly that I have to put earbuds in to drown it out. But that's love. And like, she helps me with everything. I do nothing is pretty much the, ge- the general idea of it. It's her birthday. Birthday, so if I don't get her anything, I'll tell her to look back on this post. Love you, honey. And it's like, bro, huh? <laughs> a lot of people were mad about this. A lot of people were mad about it. And there there was a specific part, which was the Anna Ferris's son that she had with Chris Pratt. Um, people were focusing on that because he said the gorgeous, healthy daughter thing. And her child with Chris Pratt was uh, has had a lot of health issues. So he, that was like the worst backlash he received. And oh, he said, healthy. yeah, she said, he said, gorgeous, healthy daughter. And their baby has had like vision problems, muscular issues, all kinds of health problems. And, um, and people were like, you fucking dickhead. Right. And uh, you didn't know that? I you didn't know that. that. I, uh, to be honest, I didn't realize why people were tweeting about Anna Ferris. I th- thought it was just some stupid thing like how like when John Mulaney said he's with Olivia Munn, everybody was like, what about Anna Marie Chandler? And it's so why I was like thinking right. that it was something similar to that. So I didn't look into it because I'm like, right. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to pick which white woman right. I like more than the other. Like, it doesn't matter. Right. Um, but, you know, that is kind of fucked up. That is. I mean, I don't. What do you think about that? Because personally, I would not think that him saying I have a gorgeous, healthy daughter with someone means that he has a not gorgeous, unhealthy child with somebody. I don't think it's like one to one. I don't think he meant it I like that. I agree with you. What I will also say, um, I actually didn't give a shit about this Chris Pratt post, if I'm being really I honest. Either. Yeah. I just was like, guys, he's a conservative Republican who's dumb as shit. Like, I don't need extra reasons to dislike him. Like, I don't need to dissect a caption that he wrote. Like, I already know he's a fucking terrible person, but also he's just an actor who is fucking doing goofy-ass comedic roles. They've elevated him to this position where he just is, like, online just being himself, and people are like, that is a terrible thing to say. Everything you say is fucking god-awful. And I'm just like, guys, he's a conservative Republican. What are you wanting from him? Yeah. There's... I, I, I don't need an extra reason to dislike him. Dissecting whatever he posted on Instagram is not really my shit. Right. So I was like, this feels like... It's that outrage where I'm like, I feel like you could go use this time to donate some time to your local soup bank or whatever the fuck those places are called. Go fucking serve some soup. Get off this stuff. It is silly. I just can't. It is interesting. I kind of thought the same thing. I put this in here because I was like, we should talk about it because it was obviously that everybody was going after him. It was all yeah. trending all week. But it is one of those things where it's like, I, I have never gone to his Instagram before this week. Never. And I did go to his Instagram this week. This bit, I mean, every thing I saw was very conservative, very Christian. He's wearing American flag hats. I mean, army hats. You know, that doesn't mean he's conservative. I'm just saying army hats, American flag hats. He's obviously very religious. It's obvious, like, that's his lane. This, like, America, man of the people, basic conservative Christian. Of course he's going to write a caption that's like, look how my wife is looking at me. He's not really, he's not really like this, like, liberal, you know, tree-hugging I'm a man, and my wife is a woman in the house, and she is gonna love me because I'm a goofy idiot and I'm gonna forget her birthday that's an inside joke between her but you guys are gonna twist my word and use it against me yeah. and it's like guys again he's a conservative Christian I don't have anything in common with him like he's I don't I wouldn't I wouldn't expect for him 
to post his wife and me be into the caption. Girl, That's yeah. Like, Not to mention, he his ego is probably out of control. The man has been yeah. in everything. He's got billions <laughs> of dollars. Wait, wait, wait. Did you see the news story that happened afterwards where he was like, I went to bed really depressed and sad and I woke up really depressed and sad. And then and then they wrote an article about it. And he was like, and you know what I did? I worked out. I had my, my protein shake and I went running in the woods and now I feel great. And it's like, yeah, guys, this is a person that we are talking shit about. He is a basic ass dumb motherfucker and he said on that same post he said i listen to my christian music it's like bro yes what are what are we fighting for this is like a situation of like what are we fighting for are we fighting to like chris pratt why he's giving us every reason not to so like what are we still paying attention to him for and that's the thing it's like you're it's you know what it is when people go to like a holiday say you have conservative relatives whether they're not your parents your uncles whomever they are cousins Mm. and you go to thanksgiving dinner and you go there ready to fight this person and you are what's the point of that like i'm sorry but there is no point right if you want to fight them you're really exerting your own energy and you're you're draining yourself absolutely that's all you're doing that's the only thing that's being achieved there because you're not going to change their mind the conversation is predictable like there is a certain point where you make choices as you get older where it's like where am i putting this energy like it's the right. same thing of like don't don't go go don't follow some conservative Christian and then be annoyed when he acts like some like fifties man you know right. idiot like I'm so I'm so surprised that this Christian conservative is misogynist and doesn't treat his wife and talk to her the way my non-existent boyfriend doesn't talk to me it's like guys are you hearing yourselves right. do you hear yourselves right. what's the only difference between like him and a Ted Cruz is like he's hotter than Ted Cruz so you know what I mean like. Right. What are we doing here? You know, I don't know if they're the same, yeah. you know, that similar. No, but you I know, know what but I mean? Yeah, I, I get it. You know, girl, you don't have to fucking qualify your fucking perfect ass joke to me. I'm qualifying it because I'm saying if y'all come for me on this, Ted Cruz believes in this and Chris Pratt don't, I don't give a damn. You but know no, what? Right. Anytime you guys are upset with what Nicole says, come at me. Don't come at Nicole. Just come at me. I'll fucking handle it. I'll love it too. I'll fucking love Please it. Do. Let her take your ass down. But yeah, I, I, that's what it is. Is It's like because he's a hot Hollywood guy or to somebody he's a hot Hollywood guy. You expect him to be different, but he's not. And so you either have to tune the fuck out or shut up. Right. Like, it's just you're making yourself angry over nothing. That's the thing. He's awful to us, but he's happy and his fans love him. Yep. So it's like that's which is why we don't I don't watch this store. I watch Mariah Carey. I watch Cardi B. Yeah. Um, that, you know, these are the bitches I love and that's who I support. I also, again, y'all support the people that you like. Elevate the people that you love. Put your money to them. Well, that's huge you know? what you just said. Elevate the people that you love. I mean, the, the internet is exactly the opposite. It elevates all the worst oh, so people. Annoying. But guess what? So Those people literally are successful every time you do that. Like Shane exactly. Gillis, the guy who, you know, SNL dude had all that issues doing with fine. being racist. He's doing great. That bitch went from like 5,000 followers to like 20,000 followers overnight Probably because everybody knew he was horrible. Yeah, probably sold out shows at Skankfest this weekend. Like, that is what it is. Like, once you have your audience and you figure it out, you'll be fine. Speaking of terrible audiences, Astro World Fest, y'all, we also wanted to talk about that this week uh, under the main character because that's the hot story. We don't want to talk about it too much because, first of all, the story is still, I mean, Jesus Christ, is it evolving and morphing and mutating every fucking day, every hour. There's something new. There's some new video. There's some new theories. There's some old tweets that Travis has deleted. Uh, for those who don't know, Astroworld Fest was 
is Travis Scott's annual music festival that he does, I guess. And this year, absolute chaos ensued. People were breaking down um, the fucking barricades to just get in. I guess like the VIP section was like a different section than the normal, the G, the GA entrance. So they fucking took over the VIP. They knocked it down. They fucking, and most people saw that video, I think where like people were getting trampled and that's where the ship started. That's how it started. Mm-hmm. And then people were like smushed up against the barricades that were around uh, protecting the stage and the event. And then eight people died, and it's really fucking sad. And they range from a, from what's confirmed as a 14-year-old up to, I believe, a 27-year-old. And it's fucking madness. Uh, we encourage anyone, if you want to donate to anybody's GoFundMe, they are legit online. You can find them. But I, it's crazy. Yeah. What is there to say, Nicole? It's really sad. It's a terrible thing that happened. I feel like we haven't seen an incident like this in a really long time because this used to happen a little bit more often. But eight people dying. Eight is, people. Eight people is. I mean, we don't. I don't know. I don't know if we've seen eight people die fest at, in one night of a festival. Right. Maybe, maybe in a span of a few days of a festival. But even then, I'm not. I don't know. I I, I haven't looked into that. But I, what I'm enjoying right now is the video circulating of other artists proving that you can stop shit before it starts. Like, there's a video of Dave Grohl being like, you motherfucker, you're fighting, and you need, you? Yeah, you, you, I'm talking to you. You're out. You're getting kicked out. And then the crowd goes wild. They kick the dude out. There's that old video from the 90s of Kurt Cobain. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, he's, Helping he the fucking, woman Yeah, he like, th- like throws off his guitar yeah. and goes up to that dude to be like, you motherfucker, you fucking, like he, like, he looks like he is about to fucking beat that fool's ass himself, which yeah. is, God bless him, God bless his soul. But there's quite a few. Those are the two that I just thought of right now. But there's quite a few of those versions. I also think about all the old Michael Jackson concerts we used to see where people were fainting. And the security was right there helping those people. Mm-hmm. Like, there was no hesitating. They were prepared. Well, wait. Can and, I pause you? What hap- so what yes. happened with this? Was it like... Um, what, what? Who is the blame? Who are people talking about? Is like kind of taking the blame? Like, is it Travis Whoa. Scott? Is it the security? Is it the new the sound it's engineers? Kind of who everything? Is it? It's kind of everybody and everything. Um, there's supposedly the Houston police were supposedly concerned. You know, when you do a festival, you have to get shit approved. You have to go and get multiple permits you have to do this you have to do that everything has to be approved you have to go uh and get all that shit squared away and supposedly and you know you never know because also one of the chiefs or sergeants or somebody was saying how oh they've been they were somebody was injecting people in the neck which is like people are saying that's bullshit because uh they're basically trying to help cover the asses of whoever was working the festival i don't know i don't know if it was live nation i don't know the fuck was behind it but um but here's the thing What's coming out is that Travis Scott is notorious for encouraging his fans to act like fucking assholes. And he knows that his fans are very young and impressionable and they'll do what he says. Of course, bitch, if Mariah Carey told me to fucking do some shit at a concert, I'd be like, you know what? Mariah Carey says I should. I'm going to do it. Um, that's you saying. Yeah, especially, <laughs> especially if I'm fucking 14 years old. You know what I mean? Like, that's the thing. You're impressionable when yeah. you're young. I actually have a friend who used to open for him and he was confirming that like, oh, yeah, like he would during his shows be like, climb the fucking this, jump the fucking that, do this, do that. And like they would do that. There was a security from an, a previous show, not the Astro World Fest, but a previous show that he did of Travis Scott's where he, he's in that, that little area that's, that is, separates the, the, the stage from the audience. Mm-hmm. So some kid jumped over that barricade and then the security, this guy, 
fucking got him and kicked him out or whatever the fuck they do and then travis scott gets on the mic he sees and he goes man fuck that pussy ass bitch da 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 about the security mm-hmm. guard and he goes man fuck these fools they can't control us mm-hmm. there's more of you than there is of them so mm-hmm. if you guys bum rush the stage they can't do shit and then the security goes the security goes and then chaos ensued right like, this is the type of shit that he does he's been known to do yeah. And people were pointing out that this motherfucker before he issued an apology was deleting tweets. Like, it's a mess. Yeah, I do remember. I watched a documentary on him and it was, he has that, um, the every man kind of vibe, the like, I'm, I'm, I'm one of the fans too. I'm the same as you kind of thing. And so, yeah, it is a lot of like, it almost has the uh, energy of like a heart like a heavy metal kind of concert when people used to like mosh and get really violent like he likes to like stoke that energy yeah and so i'm not surprised by that and it's like one of those things but even yeah sorry i just i do want to clarify like even then those dudes know to be mindful yeah they would be like all right like if someone's passing out let's fucking get a hold of the situation that's what i was gonna say is that i don't think yeah is that i don't think that he would pay attention to that it seems like he just is too busy stoking the, the drama what's that fucking video of him because there's a video of the ambulance like right in the center and there's he there's video of him looking at it and still going he never stopped playing there was a, oh man who was it I don't there was another rapper who um was like he went into the crowd and and he was to, to you know be entertaining that's what you do sometimes as an artist you go into the crowd and he's in the crowd and he sees some shit happening to girls and oh god I wish I could remember the artist this fool is in the audience and, and it's a big space a festival area and he he, he st- stopped the music like Yo, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? You pick those people. What the fuck? Those are girls. Pick those girls up. What the fuck is wrong with you guys? Like he went in and I was like, see, it's possible to see the shit and and do the shit. And and also call back to what we were just talking about with the clit. If you're not communicating, you're not going to get the results. And if you're being a dickhead, you're going to get dickhead results whether it's a crowd or a clit you gotta communicate that's what we're saying yes mm-hmm. if you and it is if you're being a dickhead you're gonna get dickhead results and it's like that's it's a terrifying thing to think about that like these people were starting to get frantic and it was starting to get scary and this motherfucker keeps going and or encouraging it seeing what's happening from the stage and artists have the control you have the you power have you have the power they do whatever Wait, you no, say. Yeah, they do whatever you say. And and it's really sad because I also can't think about the teenagers that were, you know, that didn't die, but were feeling that anxiety, don't have the tools to handle the anxiety. But imagine if you're a 15 year old and this is your first, first concert, yeah. first panic attack, mm-hmm. first situation where you're like, what the fuck? This feels unsafe. And you don't even know how to navigate it. Totally. Because like, as you get older too you go i don't need to be in the front i'm gonna get there when the maybe half hour after the doors open i'm gonna be in the back i do not care like yeah and and thank god i've always been tall because it's like it doesn't matter where i stand i'm gonna enjoy the show mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and not everybody has that privilege yeah yeah it's just too it's too crazy it's like i don't want to be smushed up in the front and then did you see the the people headline the people magazine oh headline god. that they fucking wrote so oh people magazine god, yes. tweeted um, uh, they tweeted about this and their headline was pregnant Kylie Jenner uninjured after Travis Scott Astroworld incident leaves eight dead, says source. Why the fuck? Mm-hmm. This is 
Mm-mm. Why would Mm-mm. they tweet something like this? Obviously, it's to stoke some kind of rage to get I was some say, kind we know of why. Right? But why would you do that when eight people have died? Because that because we know why they're doing it, right? It's to get those like the hate retweets, the attention, to get it to kind of trend in its own way. But it's like when eight people die, how the fuck you gonna do that? How the fuck you gonna do that? Like really? At that moment, that's what you think is good. That's what you think is okay. That we're worried that's about so Kylie fucked. Jenner and her fucking like. We know she's okay. She's sitting off in this VIP off to the side, not having to worry about it. And it's, it's just crazy how yeah. No one thought she was dead. No one no thought one she was thought dead. She was hurt. No one thought she was injured. No one thought she was even there because she's a fucking Kylie Jenner who fucking is, needs to make lipstick videos. Right. Like, what is wrong with you people? It looks like they deleted it too, but you can still click on things Had and to. see them. So I'm like, oh, they de- they did end up deleting it because maybe they realized even that was too gross for even like, I don't know. The media is like they want to, you know, f- they want to get that rage, those rage tweets going. At no publicity or what is it? No such thing as bad publicity. They don't give a shit. But at the same time, like this was beyond. This was next level. It's the same thing as saying like, you know, guy at the bodega wasn't injured you know during 9-11 it's like we, we that's you're you focusing know, on the wrong thing you know nicole this 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 thought this thought train you're having is making me realize like that's why that person works there which person works what where whoever tweeted that headline whoever was like this is a good idea like that's why they like they're at the job that they should be oh yeah they're gro- like that that's they're gross it's a gross type yeah. of person it's only a gross person that could think of that it's the same person that's just like it's a young perez hilton yeah 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 the, it, it is because that's the thing is like young perez hilton was doing some bullshit to people that were obviously going through it and he was knowing that he could make some money off of it and that's what these yeah. people these people are doing too it's like they only they only deleted it because they realized it was too far even for them to go because they were like this isn't if you tweet it if you can get to that thought that means it's not too far for you right yeah. i mean and i'm guilty you of it too saying wild shit online like i'm just like well this is not too far and then you get a backlash dude i got ratioed this weekend and i was like <laughs> i was like i should delete this not What'd because do? i don't think it's, i'm not saying it because i'm not trying to <laughs> Let that's that the best. That's live. when you know she got ratio. That's when you know anybody got ratio. I really bad. did. Mm-hmm. I did get ratio. Mm-hmm. I actually was also like, I can't even tell. For those that don't know what ratio is on Twitter, there's a retweet button and there's a quote tweet button. The retweet it just like directly just uh, everybody just sees your shit. That's actually the goal. They just share you, it when you tweet yeah. something. It's just just have someone retweet it so that it just automatic like it's just shared and people just read your plain ass thoughts. Now, a quote tweet is when someone takes your thought and they add to it and you can see both of the tweets at the same time, right? Now, when your quote tweets are higher than your retweets, that means you got ratioed. And it's usually because you said something stupid as fuck. Yes. It's never good. No. Unless it's like, what did you guys eat for breakfast? You know, like <laughs> when if it's something like yeah. stupid like that, you you might get ratio, but it's not. That's not a ratio because it's not. A, there's nothing negative about it. Right. And so I, I started getting ratioed and I was like, oh, it, was, it was Sunday. So I was like, do I have time for this? I didn't. I had a lot to do. So I was like, I got to let this I got to bring this down. Because also the other thing about taking down a tweet is that um, when people quote tweet you, the shit gets shared just much faster and then people go on your page and fucking just directly harass you. Yeah. But if they screenshot, which I also don't care if people screenshot it and then they share my shit, they're less likely to tag me, mm-hmm. which is also I kind of love it because. Well, the one when my shit when what's that full name when Ben Shapiro shared my tweet once I immediately deleted it because I was like oh no 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 this is this is just gonna be crazy and so motherfucker started um sharing the screenshot and what I find funny about that is what ends up happening is that people who don't know how Twitter works they end up replying to someone like Ben Shapiro and they're just like you fucking cunt 
bitch and they're saying it to him even though they want to say it to me and i'm just like let him have those numbers like i don't i, don't, I also don't care um also you can't hurt my feelings i might feel stupid for a second but it's not gonna last <laughs> Yeah, the People magazine was like, you know what? Actually, it's gonna hurt our feelings a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> well, because they they could get into deep trouble for doing some shit like yeah. that, you know? Yeah, I mean, you of, could get ugh. sued by the families of the people you that never fucking know. die. It's just so incredibly disrespectful, and it's like I know yeah. all of the media is fucking obsessed with the Kardashians, but that's like is that's a bridge too far? Is that the phrase? Like that's just they went too far with that. It's a sickness. It's, it's a sickness. Yeah. Well, that's our Kardashian shame. That minute, was a Kardashian right? shame minute. We had to mention them. Ugh, they're always tangentially involved in some bullshit ass bullshit. Yeah. Someone said, um, oh, um, I follow this woman, uh, Alex. Her name is Lex Nico on Twitter and Instagram. And she's so funny. She does a lot of like breakdowns of what's happening in pop culture. And she's mm-hmm. just hilarious. And someone's she said something like one thing about the Kardashians is they are determined to make sure we keep up with them because For it's real. like Kanye's dating some fucking model. So then that's in the news. And then Kim going right. to Sunday service Kylie's you know her man is like doing some crazy shit they're gonna make sure they in the news every week you know a, re- a realization I had um, actually today is that the Kardashian and Jenner babies are gonna grow up thinking they look like their moms and one day they're gonna realize their moms look like them think about it Kylie Kim Chloe they're all uh uh black fishing yeah, yeah, yeah. right yeah, yeah. they got the, all the features that they wish they had yeah. that historically speaking yes. have been attributed to black women when mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. have these black babies and these babies naturally because their fathers are black you know they inherit most you know if Those not features. all of they will inherit most of if not all of these traits and so the whole time the babies are like oh my god my mommy's so beautiful oh my god i look like my mommy and then they're gonna be like wait a minute once they're 12 <laughs> like this bitch i don't look like this bitch this bitch look like me she got those thin lips a different nose yeah. different everything yeah you're right you're i've right. always thought about that because i've always like you know because i've had insecurities with my nose i love my nose just don't fucking send me any fucking messages okay but i've always thought i could never change my nose because my nose is a big part of my family of mm-hmm. my lebanese side and so i'm like no 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 no. i'm not gonna ever disrespect my ancestors with the, like with ariana grande yeah. she changed her nose that she yeah. looks so her face looks i mean she looks like michael jackson in 1992 that is a scary <laughs> moment if you do so much plastic surgery or something to your face that you are once you start hitting Michael in 91, 92, yeah. you've gone too you've far gone on too the plastic far. Once surgery. Once you started hitting Michael in the Neverland years toward the end, you're like, mm, you know what? You went a, you went a little bit too far with it. You went you too far. Too much. Yeah, I think you that too much. it makes me sad. I, I, we have to take a break, but I think that it, it's just like it's a very sad time we live in right now where all these mm-hmm. Instagram filters, a lot of people are just every time they post a story, they're using an Instagram filter and the Instagram filters make everybody's noses uh, thinner mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, I'll just be black. Just be whatever ethnicity you are because that's to mm-hmm. me more exciting is to have those unique features even if they're a little funky even if they're a little big or whatever they are like that's you why would you all want to look the same even yeah, the kardashians so are now struggling to keep up with their own damn faces and they're yeah. all like how mm-hmm. much crazier can i get yep. just be you just communicate if you want someone to find your clit you know what i'm saying <laughs> like <laughs> the theme of the main character is just communicate stop lying to people And with that, we're going to take a little break. We'll be right back. Now we're going to do our next segment, Joke of the Week. Ha ha ha. Joke of the Week. (laughs) That's a funny joke. 
Okay. I think what's been going on lately is that I have not been tweeting as much because I just can't be bothered to think of thoughts. I'm just Mm -hmm, like not mm -hmm, into it right mm -hmm. now. But what's so funny is you've been tweeting so much and I've been cracking up because I think a lot of the things you're tweeting are one, trying to start some fights, which have been hilarious, but then also (laughs) just like prompting conversation that I think is really funny. Mm. And like it's Mm. coming up on the holidays. People are going to be making a little food. People are going to be eating a little things with their families. And you tweeted something that I thought was very funny. It said, I love when people post about turkey being dry. Tell me your mom can't cook without et cetera, et cetera. I thought that was so funny because it's just, it's funny to call people out on their bullshit. And like so many people will have shitty Thanksgiving meals Mm because their parents or their family cannot cook for a damn shit. (laughs) You know, first of all, it is an honor, Nicole, that you picked my joke as a joke of the week. Uh, I think you picked, I'm assuming you picked it for the format, right? The tell me your mom can't cook because et cetera, et cetera. I think I did that. And I think I also did it because as we get towards the holiday time, honestly, it Mm. feels like non-white people will typically like make tweets like this because they are eating well and like enjoying the food. And then like, well, they're making fun of like other people whose families can't cook for shit here's the thing though here's the fucking thing the very first year i made a turkey for my friends i made a turkey for my black and brown friends my super homies right Mm -hmm, just mm -hmm. black and brown people that was it Mm-hmm. I made a juicy it was my first turkey I've ever made in my whole life and it was juicy as fuck it was perfect like it mm-hmm. was disrespectful that it was my first turkey <laughs> and yeah it, seriously it was so good and you know all Solomon Giorgio Greg Edwards who else was there uh Lydia Popovich they're, they're all the I think they're the comedians that were there uh-huh. they can all fucking confirm that this story is fucking true that turkey was insane and just so you guys know the turkey the, the way that we do it because I'm um Salvadorian we do it Salvi style and it's fucking so incredible my dad actually the turkey is so good and the sandwiches afterwards are called pan con chumpe pan con pavo it's basically a turkey sandwich but it's with this juicy ass turkey and then this 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 bolillo bread um and it's so fucking good the turkey was so good and the sandwiches are just if not better that my dad moved thanksgiving dinner to lunch and then we had the sandwiches for dinner. And it was the most beautiful thing my dad did for things. Because it's like tradition is your own tradition. Traditions are whatever you want them to be. I'm actually seeing more black and brown people actually admit that turkey. Oh, this turkey is dry. Oh, oh, I hate Thanksgiving because the turkey's always dry. And I'm like, no, you're whoever is making the fuck, whether it's your grandma or your mom or your cousin or your brother or whoever they can't fucking cook the yep. turkey. They're not brining it. They're not keeping it juicy as it's cooking. Mm-hmm. They're not cooking it right. They're not, the recipe, whatever they're using is not correct. Mm-hmm. And I kind of am loving it because it's so funny because it's, the first, and maybe it's the power of the internet, you know, yeah. because for the longest time, I think white people have been shitted on aggressively for not being able to cook, which is still true. I, I mean, it's still fucking true. They don't season shit. Right. But the turkey seems to be, the equalizer. Yeah. Well, and it, I'm fascinated by that's it. That's a good point. I mean, my mom is white and she can make a very juicy, delicious turkey. So I should not I be believe saying it. that. It is true. And I kind of, I don't even love that trope of like assuming that like all black and brown families know how to cook and season all their food and all that mm-hmm. shit. You don't know that's true. Yep. We don't know that's that, true. And it's not true. And it's obviously not true. Yeah. You look up a fucking recipe. Brine your turkey for God's sakes. Prepare mm-hmm. that shit a day in advance. Mm-hmm. You know, get put some love and, and care. Look up juicy turkey recipes for the love of God. This dry turkey stereotype is your fault. It's gross. Well, the moral of this story is I need you to cook a turkey for my ass next time. I'm coming to, to your house for Thanksgiving because <laughs> I want some juicy ass turkey. 
and don't bo- and All don't right. fry them unless you're not gonna unless you know how to not burn your house down because that's a dangerous thing too. That yeah, happens. people that's stick them in oil thing. and burn or the get like house a, down. Get a tiny turkey and do that. Get a chicken. Get a chicken. Get a little and do chicken. That. Get a little hen. Cornish hen. Moving on to hella old. I'm old. Hella old. I was loved once and then he died and that was it. Now I turn to dust. My vagina just drops off of my body. There is this incredible collection of tweets that was found that was posted by Openly Gay Animals on Instagram. And it's just a collection of tweets that are dragging our asses. They are dragging our asses, Nicole. They're dragging us to hell and back. They're starting to do that thing that we did. And it's like, we can do it. But then when they start doing it to us, I don't like that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's pretty hilarious. It is hilarious. It was was because we're old. It's just like, how does it old? Okay, I'm going to read one and then you read one and then I'm going to read what you want. Okay, Okay, go for it. So the first one is from Barbica Doll. It says, did people in the 90s really say all that and a bag of chips? Yep. (laughs) We sure as fuck did. And why? Okay. Next one, at Bushi992 says, why did people drink so much milk in the 90s? Got milk? Remember the whole campaign? It it got pushed down our throats. It got pushed down. Every celebrity, anybody who was anybody had a little bit of cum-looking milk on their upper lip. Cum on the little cum mustache. And they were like, you got to get into this fucking milk, bro. I loved milk. I did. I did. I, did too. I actually up until up until my twenties, I drank a warm glass of milk before bed every single night oh into God. my twenties. We did have I'm lactose intolerant. I know, right? That's I'm I am too. And I'm like, how did we not know that that was making our stomachs go crazy? We didn't really think we about it. it was just like part of the experience. Got milk, the big dairy, brainwash. Big dairy. Big dairy. They did. And there is. There is actually, if you look into the history of it, it's actually pretty intense. All right. At me underscore pants with a Z. Why did people in the 90s pronounce me as my in songs? It's gonna be my. It's gonna be my. Is that like a real common thing? What other songs do they do I don't know, that? and I, I'm sure there are some. Bye. Oh, yeah, probably like R&B. That sounds like a little, like, you could probably get a Drew Hill song that sounded like that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, the last one too. is... At Britney underscore books. Why did people in the early 2000s wear jeans under their dresses? Like, who thought that was a good idea? Bro, I definitely did that. <laughs> I don't know if I did that. I can't remember. I will, because, you know, I've never really been a huge fan of dresses, so I don't remember doing this. It's possible. I'm sure yeah. I maybe dabbled. I may have dabbled. I definitely wore a lot of vests. I'll say I that. I never thought of it as a trend. I always thought it looked cool, and I don't know why. And I honestly, if it came back, I think I would probably start doing it again. Wow. <laughs> I mean, like a it long was shirt. A, it was a choice because you wore it was normally with flared jeans, yep. a, like a boot cut or a flare. Yep. And then the this, the dress would also kind of do a little flare. I think that's why I didn't like it. It was like too much, like a. Yeah, like a I don't know, like a wedding situation, wedding gown layered situation cake to me. of some sort. Yeah, yeah, a layered cake. Yeah, it was a lot. It was doing too oh, much. It was like a lot. There was the two, early 2000s had be, by far, in my opinion, the worst looks. Low rise uh-huh. pants, fucking belly chain, horrifically highlighted hair. Like what? Like the everything that every look was awful back then. Everything was sparkly, was glittery, just. Ugh. Not it was good. really sad. It was really it was embarrassing. Sad. And we were really doing it. Danielle just said, oh, no, Nicole, don't judge me, man. Don't judge me because I was on top of the trance. OK, that's the thing is like it was cool mm-hmm. to somebody. <laughs> it was cool. And it was cool to you, Nicole. And that's really what mattered. You it know what? Cool it's another thing. Wait, can we talk about this? Because mm-hmm. I'm how do you feel about 
songs that are on the radio right now sampling songs that we were listening to you know in the oh, 90s and the 2000s it's crazy it's crazy I, I i remember the first time i like i don't even know what song it was but i was like wait this song just came out how is somebody already sampling it but it's not like now it's like early 2000s it's far enough away like it's the same yes, thing 20 years. in the 90s when puff when p diddy whatever the fuck he is when he sampled led zeppelin it's the same time difference that's what's so crazy mm-hmm. is it's and like the, 20 I mean, he years he was sampling years. the 80s mm-hmm. he was doing the 80s it wasn't even 15 years yeah. in some some say in some cases yeah um i I, go, I have to admit that I actually enjoy it because I go, I already know some of these lyrics. Yeah, yeah, like, I, I'm, but, I like to, but I like to go out dancing all the time. So I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I could care less. Yeah, I'm a little I bit also, of a snob about that, I feel like. I don't, yeah. I don't like it as much because I'm like, why couldn't they just leave the original song like it was? But I'm sure that makes yeah. me an asshole in some way. I always hope that when I'm out dancing, because if the DJ is very good, mm-hmm. what they will often do, shout out to DJ Artistic because he does this, but some of them, what they'll do is they'll play like the new thing and then they'll play the old one yeah. right after or you know vice versa and i that i love I that because like i'm that. like i'm old and i'm young Woo! Exactly. Like it's, it's so satisfying that way too because you're like mm-hmm. oh man i just really want to listen to this song now and then when they play it you're like hell yeah that is the best i do like yeah, that a lot that is the best yeah. all right moving on we're gonna just go to internet crushes oh baby oh i got a crush on the internet mm. Okay, this is my choice of an internet crush. There is a video circulating the internet right now. I'm sure you saw it, Nicole, where Leonardo DiCaprio meets Jeff Bezos and his new girlfriend at the art gala at LACMA in Los Angeles. And um, for those that haven't seen the video, Leo's just being Leo, just charming, Leonardo, tall Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm-hmm. And Jeff Bezos is there standing awkwardly. Um, trying to get a word in and Jeff Bezos new girlfriend is a, a little younger than Jeff Bezos uh, very busty gal long black hair b- beautiful side frame and she just has those heart eyes I was looking at say. Leonardo DiCaprio she has heart eyes like she's a cartoon she's got the fuck me eyes she's like, she's, she's like hey she, baby yeah, she, has, mm-hmm, she has a fuck me eyes and she's like the way she's leaned into yeah. him she's looking up yeah. I don't know if they're on a step or something or if they're really that sharp but yeah no they're the step because she just steps at the end yeah. Um, but she's like really like lower than him and she's like looking up at him like she just finished sucking his dick like she just has those eyes and I have a crush on anything that crushes Jeff Bezos <laughs> in any capacity that's my crush of this week um, it's more of a concept and I really hope we see more videos like this and I get I guess he had his little feelings hurt because Barstool tweeted about it and supposedly there is an IG post where he reacted um and who knows but that would be funny if it was real mm-hmm. i think it, i think it was real it's kind of um, funny because this situation's like i mean you won't agree with me because i'm gonna say tall again but who is gonna trump who the tall like charming right. celeb or the guy with the tons of money you know what i mean because it's right. like as much as jeff bezos could probably be annoyed by leonardo DiCaprio and by the way his girlfriend's looking at him she know he gonna go home with she gonna go home with him because he's got that money <laughs> I mean, you know, maybe he's a cuck. Maybe he's into it. You know, like we don't know. You probably have to be if you're Jeff Bezos. Like you look at yourself in the mirror. (laughs) You know your personality. You know that a lot of people are only going to want you because of the success that you have. So maybe you are a cuck. Like maybe you're like, yeah, "Yeah, look at Leonardo like that in front of me because it'll make me feel, you know, horny. I think this is the first time I've been attracted to Leonardo DiCaprio, and it's not even because I think he's hot. I just I'm like, this is so funny to watch. It's it's very it's fun. so I know, funny. I know. I feel like watch. it's like such a short video, and I just keep watching it on repeat because yeah, it is too. really satisfying. It's like she does not give a damn. She's just looking at him, right? Like 
in front of her boyfriend, like, I don't give a dang. And he's not even saying anything. He's just trying to get away from it, it looks like. He's like, ha, ah, go ahead. <laughs> I think bye he's, bye. like, trying to be like, no, 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 no. I'm going to show you the wine or whatever the fuck. <laughs> oh, yes. Point, you need to try this is. 2020 Cab Sav from Napa. Yeah. What do people talk about at these fucking galas? Like, after the red carpet, when they go actually into the party, what are they even talking about? Couldn't be that interesting. I don't know. I used to work at LACMA at the restaurant. I was mm-hmm. a busboy. It was one of my... It's probably my favorite job I've ever had. I was a busboy. I was the best busboy in town. Mm. I, I loved bet. it. And I saw a lot of celebrities there. It was really cool. I bet. This is a really funny video. And it is fun to see him get... Jeff Bezos get crushed right in front of us. I love it. I'm just... I just keep watching it. That's all I'm doing is just watching it and talking about I it. No, that's what I'm saying. Because it's such a... It's crush-worthy. It's, it's, that's why it's our internet crush of the week. Our next segment is WTF News. Is that Mark Marin? <laughs> WTF. What the fuck? Breaking news. What the hell? What, what, what the fuck is this? So um, this week they announced the casting for Wicked and uh, Elphaba is going to be played by Cynthia Urbio and Glinda is going to be played by Ariana Grande, who is choosing... Yeah. To be yeah. well, just Ariana Grande. So That's my yeah, Ariana yeah, Grande yeah. impression. Yeah. Somebody, somebody tweeted. Oh, Ben Yar tweeted something like, um, "You're gonna be popular." Like it's a, it's a song. <laughs> it was a little bit. Anyway, if you've seen Wicked, you get it. If you've seen Wicked, you get it. Anyway, shout out to Ben Yar. Um, but uh, so apparently, people as soon as this news came out, <laughs> which I love this. As soon as the news came out, they were um, people were starting to tweet like, "Please God, whatever they do, don't let James Corden be." in this version of Wicked. And so um, even a change.org petition was made, and the petition is keep James Corden out of Wicked the movie, and 54,550 people have signed up on this list so far. That's so wild. It's still going up as I'm watching it. Well, I was going to say, I just clicked on it. We must have clicked on it around the same time, but you clicked on it after me because mine is 54,389. So like just in the... Little time difference of us clicking on it, it had 200 more fucking signatures. It's so funny. It literally says James Corden in no way, shape, or form should be in or near the production of Wicked the Movie. That's pretty much it. I want to know who started this. Like, I love it. It's so I love it and I support it. I don't even know, I've never watched Wicked. I could give a fuck about Wicked, Mm -hmm. but I support keeping James Corden out of everything in Hollywood (laughs) moving forward. He's been in so much and unnecessarily so. It's kind of like, what exactly is it? I, I like James Corden. I Mm -hmm. know that he is, has done musical theater in the past. So that's probably why he's thought of to do musical theater. But I do think after what was it prom where he played like a flamboyantly gay character, like almost offensively. I think that after that he lost his privileges to do musical theater or any Mm. movies for that matter. (laughs) He's like, he's like turns me off when he's doing that shit. It's like, just be, just be a late show host. There's, there's no shame in that. You're making the money. Just keep that money. We don't need you to do a musical. Stick to carpool karaoke. Oh yeah. Stick to carpool. And you have carpool karaoke he's singing doing that he doesn't need to fucking be in With a musical J-Lo, and she you know they're both can barely keep up and it's like that's fun that's entertainment yeah i feel like that's just like when people have too much power and too many people are saying yes to them they think they can do everything and it's like we get it you like musicals but, but it's not just them. that it's that you know and you know this in hollywood it's like if people like being or if you're cool and they like being around oh my god it's so fun to be around they will just hire you oh, they, yeah. it's like you don't have to be qualified for shit that's actually and yeah something that that you plebes everybody who's not in hollywood you should know that sometimes it's literally just people get the job because everybody likes them they're popular yeah popular yeah mm-hmm. yeah and so 
yeah. And so, like, because it's like Ariana Grande, she can act, she can sing, mm-hmm. like she, and she's that petite little, she has that fucking cartoon face even more so now with the fucking new nose. Like, I'm like, I love it. I want to see her on a fucking screen doing this fucking bullshit. I know. I bet she'll you be know? pretty good because, um, well, she also Kristen Chenoweth was like her guest judge on The Voice, and like they're both tiny, tiny women. <laughs> so like, it's the same energy. It's the same. It'll be. It could be. Inter- it'll be interesting to see. I can't. I can't imagine it, but I mean, she does musicals, right? And she has like a little twinkly voice, so she'll be good at that. You've never yeah, seen Wicked, can, so you don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know, and I, I don't care. I probably won't even watch this, but I just support James Corden not being uh, involved in this. Also, someone was like, because he's in so much stuff. I saw a tweet, and I wish I could remember it and who wrote it, but it was a while ago. It was before this, and they were like, who did, what executive did he see kill a child yeah. that they keep putting him in everything? Because mm-hmm. it's like, he's just in shit that I just don't think he should be in, where it's just like, I could cast this better. But because people were like, he's just so fun. He's just so silly and that's the blue Ryan. It's like, ugh, get me out of here. Where's old Hollywood where guys were just dickheads on set and nobody cared because they were so fucking talented. Bring that back. We need real talent, not likability. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, I don't know ugh. about it, but I'm enjoying it and I, I just love the idea. And hopefully... Hopefully this won't get him put in the movie because they might. That's end what up, I'm afraid of. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm afraid of. It might turn. It might turn on these people, but I don't know. As we speak, it's not. about to sixty thousand. So you never know. Um, I don't know. I also just think I don't know. It's like people have too many damn opinions, though. There's part of me that's like, just put him in the movie now because so many people are saying not to put him in the movie. <laughs> I mean, I just feel like that is what's going to happen. Yeah, I think so. That's the more attention it gets, the, the natural progression of the internet backlash. Yeah. It's like because there's. You know, as much as I fucking don't like him, there's nothing wrong with him being in it. No. Truly, like, it's really, there's actually nothing wrong with him being in it. And that's what fucking sucks is that it's like he could get in it because people are just like, you know, it'd be fun. Right. And then they just fucking get him in there. Even if it's just like for one little, he does a, does a little wink or some shit. Like, that's what's going to happen. He's going to make They're a gonna, cameo. He's going to make a really make a little cameo. cameo. Yeah. He's going to wink. And that's that, you know, and they're going to include some line about it. And, you know, you know, what if we change it? And then he winks. Well, remember there was that weird viral video, too, of him like humping and he was wearing like a little mouse suit. They're going to find a way to work that in. (laughs) And the reason why that shit went viral was because everybody was like, ew, he's so annoying. And then it went viral. So it's it's a. It's the opposite of the Chris Pratt shit, you know, where it's like, Mm -hmm. I mean, it is a Chris Pratt shit where it's like we are elevating shit that we say we don't like. I mean, I'm guilty of it. I'm doing it right now. But it is just it is amusing. And uh, and I get to call him a dickhead openly. So that's fun. Yeah. He's not even a dickhead. He's been nice to me. I mean, my friend Ian Carmel is this fucking little sidekick. He's Andy Richter on his show. Yeah. Yeah. I don't watch. I don't. I don't. I, I don't watch any late night, really. To be honest, I just can't. Why would it you? just makes me feel uncomfortable. Like I don't even know how to explain it. I'm just like, no, thank you. This is not for me. This is for I don't know my grandma or something. You know, it's not for I me. It just like it just bums me out. You know what makes me sad? I was talking about this with somebody. Actually, after with I think Sandy and Rosie after the Bill Burr show. I just because Bill is such a pure stand up. And everything he says, he writes. I'm sure he has friends that tag some shit, but it's it's all his material. And it bums me out to watch people like Fallon or or Corden or any of those guys like their staff is usually not always, but predominantly comedians who gave up their stand up careers because they're just like, I'm broke and I can't handle this anymore. And I need a writing job and I'm funny enough to get a writing job. Mm -hmm. And then all their jokes 
go into the mouths of these white dudes Mm -hmm. and especially now because they are hiring minorities left or right and it's like man they're making him look great Mm -hmm. that's elevating his career and they just get to be writers and then and fucking never see any glimpse of the the career that they wanted anyways on that depressing note i think we're gonna wrap this up (laughs) i think that's a double-edged sword because i think you're absolutely right i think there is an element to just being like i'm not gonna do stand-up anymore i'm not gonna tour i can't handle this anymore right i'm just gonna take this writing job for sure and like yes putting words in the mouths of a fucking white guy when it's like let's get some different people hosting these shows please for the love of fucking god but also i do think that you know like there ain't nothing wrong getting some stability and some insurance you know oh absolutely i mean i will never shit on that i just feel bad for people that can't find the balance and they just have to give up their career and a lot of times it's prematurely because i've definitely had some writers who are like i have kids now i have to do this like i have no choice but like if you're single and you're not committed to somebody i really hope some of y'all if you're listening don't fucking get caught up in those TV writing jobs if your passion is stand up. Yeah. That's hot. That's. Yeah. Communication is key, up. y'all. Oh. If you can communicate yourself into the world and bless the world with your communication skills, do that shit. Wrapping it up with a little perfect bow. That's what she just did. If y'all didn't see that, that's what she just did. Okay. Um, thank you guys. That's what she did. That's what she did. Hey. Guys, thanks for listening to the scroll down. Marcella, let me. Where can they find you? Where can we find you? Thank you. You can find me at MarcellaComedy.com and Marcella Comedy across every social media platform. Um, my two new episodes of The Cash on Two Beach just dropped this week. They drop every week. And uh, you can listen to my album, The Woke Bully. And um, I think that's all I have to plug. Nicole Thurman, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nicole Thurman, N-I-C-C-O-L-E. Um, you know, you can find me on HBO Max, on um, Jellystone. Some other stuff will come out eventually, and then I'll have stuff to plug. But for now, mm-hmm. that's good enough. Thank you guys for listening to the show. We love you both. All we love you both. What if there are only two people that listen? And we were like, "Thank you, Michael Thanks, and Jimmy." <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. The two of you that listen to the show. Um, you guys have Nicole's a great day. Mom yeah. and my brother. Hi, mom. Hi, Marcella's Hi, Chicho. brother. Chicho. Is that you said it was? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, rate, review, subscribe. Thank you all for all of the love you've shown the show. We really appreciate it, and we love mm-hmm. you all in different ways. Bye, Mike. Bye. That was a headgum podcast.